The Tech Today podcast is brought to you by SSNC Technologies, a global market-leading provider of cloud-based investment accounting software services in fund administration. SSNC's AI-powered investment operations and accounting platform, Singularity, provides real-time, multi-basis accounting across a wide range of asset types with unparalleled automation and operational efficiency. Singularity is offered on a software-as-a-service basis or via smart source. SSNC's intelligent middle and back office accounting service. For more information, visit ssctech.com forward slash singularity. Welcome to the Tech Today podcast powered by CEO Raider. It's your host, John Maeda. We are in a SPAC bubble, further evidence of market excess. Every day it's another one, two, three, half a dozen or more SPACs that are coming to market. If you don't know what a SPAC is, it's a special purpose acquisition corporation and the way they're set up is said SPAC raises money from investors and typically has a year to execute a deal, an acquisition. And so having a limited time horizon immediately puts pressure on the SPAC to execute a deal. So already, right out of the gate, the SPAC isn't necessarily acting in the best interest of its investors because it's motivated to get a deal done. It's not motivated to be patient capital and to get the right deal done at the right price. With valuations being so high, these SPACs are going to have to pay high multiples to execute deals. Further, they are entering a very competitive M&A landscape. You have approximately 4,100 private equity firms across North America, another one, 20, another 2,000 or so in Europe, $3 trillion plus of capital, all canvassing the globe, hunting for acquisitions. And then you layer onto that the strategic acquirers, particularly if you're talking about technology companies. So there's a lot of dry powder there. So a highly, highly competitive landscape. And so now you have SPACs who are entering the fray, and maybe they've raised $50 million, $300 million. The largest in recent months have raised anywhere from roughly a billion to several billion. But for the most part, these things are coming out at $50 million-ish, $75 million, even the ones that are $250, $300 million. At that size, you're chasing small companies. And for the most part here, we're talking about technology companies. So you're chasing small technology companies that aren't necessarily ready to be public companies. You know, they have choppy revenue, volatile earnings to the extent they have earnings. You're going to have to pay a high multiple to get that deal done. And now those underlying assets that you acquire are going to have to perform on a quarterly basis. So you're executing a deal at a time when valuations that are at an all-time high. What are the chances that in the out quarters these companies execute well and are able to maintain their valuation? Very low, especially given that backdrop, competitive landscape high valuations, small sizes, few quality assets to pursue. And now you layer in the fact that uh, many of the managers, many of the SPAC partners, they're not, they're not deal people, M&A deal people. They may be former hedge fund managers. They may be former venture capitalists. But the people best equipped to execute on SPACs are, in no particular order, you know, private equity executives. If a, if a seasoned private equity executive were to start his or her own SPAC, they would still have to face all the elements that I mentioned that work against investors. But from a deal perspective, they were better able to assess value than former VCs, former hedge fund guys, particularly early company, early stage company value. And then if you uh, look at uh, former operating execs who were known for M&A, like Bill Foley that we call out in our Tech Today article, that would be an example. So this isn't going to end well. There's going to be a lot of tears. That's all for now. Enjoy the weekend. See you next time.